We got to get back into it. But, yeah. but you know who's always back into it? Who? Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Pixelit, where we read, recap, and review video, novel, video game novelizations. My name is Kevin, and with me, as always, is Phil. And today on the show, we're talking about Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Three oh, on my Mortal God. Kombat. Um, Who doesn't like Mortal Kombat, Kevin? I ask you. Eh. <laughs> I, I, you know what? That's not a great question. Actually, a lot of people, as it turns out, don't like Mortal Kombat. So uh, here we are. We're we're in episode three, then the final episode uh, yes. for Mortal Kombat, because we are not going to dedicate any more time to this book than than uh, than we have to, because yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm really starting to understand why this guy. W- wrote for the weekly world news <laughs> yeah yeah it's getting a little it's you know i was listening to the first episode of this the other day and uh, i was and, and i was wrapping up the book and i was thinking to myself jesus christ we really were like hey this is actually not so bad this is pretty good like this we is were surprisingly good yeah it does not last, folks. It does. It's it does wow. not last. I can't remember what we said in episode two, because as of this recording, it hasn't come out yet. Um, no. Also, I have to edit it. Uh, note to self. But this is episode three. And yes. uh, we're we're in chapter 28. And uh, it, for those of you who are coming off of episode two, we're basically in the middle of this showdown between Shang Tsung and his group of baddies and yep. and Raiden and his group of goody goodies. Um, super goody goodies. His super good order of light. I mean, you can't be any more goody goody than calling yourself no. the order of no. light. Um, for, for, for people who disembowel other people, they are a bunch of Boy Scouts. Yeah. We're going to see the extent of that later on. Obviously. Yeah. So yeah. Sonya Blade basically starts the chapter out by breaking her cover uh, yeah. and announcing that she is an a agent, a U, uh, an agent of the U.S. Special Forces. That's right. Yeah. Which I don't. Is there the U.S. Special Forces? It's kind yeah. of a nebulous term. I mean, the army has yeah. special forces, right? That's the thing. Well, the spe- yeah, the special. Yeah, the, exactly. If, if she said the army special forces, then you could go, oh, OK, I know it. But then she wouldn't US be an agent. Special- she would be like she would she'd have like a rank or something. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, and U.S. special forces is kind of vague, to say the very least. I think it was the same thing they did with Guile, actually, in Street Fighter 2. Like, it was just like. You know, everyone had a different fighting style, you know, like yeah. Shotokan karate and, and uh, you know, the, the Brazilian uh, uh, capoeira thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for Blanca. And, and then it was Guile and it would just say special forces. And you're like, oh, <laughs> I mean. And, yeah. And Guile, I believe, is part of the Air Force, if I'm not mistaken. I think you're right. I mean, his whole stage had nothing but F-14s in the background yeah. and everything. Or, like that, or so. chair force. <laughs> we got we it's like <laughs> i don't think anyone says that it's just the oldest thing like like and you're not even in the military like, i'm not even it's <laughs> it's it's the one like military like like military joke that yeah. i know um 
from from other branches to the Air Force. And I don't think I think that's like 40 years out of date, you know, or, or yeah. however long. It's it's kind of like it's that old that old street joke about like the three branches of the military and you can and, and you you know, one of it, they all are in the John and one, you know, the, the Marine scrubs his hands clean in the sink and looks at the other two and says, you know, in the Marines, they taught us to keep clean. And the Navy officer comes over and he he washes his hands, but does it pretty efficiently. And he looks at them and says, in the Navy, we're, we learned to conserve water. And the uh, Army guy just marches right past them before he leaves. He looks at them and says, in the Army, they teach us not to piss on our hands. Uh, <laughs> and that's just one of those classic jokes where you could like just kind of like, and it's who who do we want to like? All right. It's the Marine who doesn't piss on his hands. Yeah, okay. exactly. He's a SEAL who doesn't. Yeah. It it just yeah it it's <laughs> that's you immediately took me back to like an old uh, 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 street joke we used to tell when I was like twelve. That's amazing. An old memory <laughs> on the on the military base. <laughs> oh, whichever one I was in that particular year, it was they were all different and yet they were all exactly the same. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, Army Brett was weird. Pretty much, uh, pretty much, just like a carbon copy of like Levittown or something like that. Kinda, yeah. They were all <laughs> orange, like they all. It just, I, I remember you in Bragg. Everything, everything about Fort Bragg, the memory of that is sepia toned and orange mm. to me. And I think it's just because of the dirt and just it was it was hot. Everything was so hot there. Yeah. When I'm when I am hot and uncomfortable, I think of Fort Bragg and Fort Benning. Those are two places that if I'm if I am if I have no access to air conditioning and there's not even a breeze to be had, I think of Bragg and Benning. Uh, yeah. That is for the four people out there who were either active servicemen or or the kids of such and know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> the hottest places on earth, they might as well be. <laughs> so, um, Blade is, is, is a special forces She's special gal. forces gal. Yeah. Um, so she basically, she wants revenge. She... She twofold. She has two reasons to be there. One, yes. the Shang Tsung, obviously. Um, two, Kano killed her fiance, uh, the Cliff LaDolce. Cliff LaDolce. Um, what I love lo- kind of a name. <laughs> Cliff LaDolce. <laughs> like, like, it's, I it, don't know. It's like, it, it's like Travis Montague, or like, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus, like Bobby Montpellier. Like I don't know. It just it's... it goes way too. The first name is too basic. The second, the last name, way too hard. You know, it's yeah. not. It's not a balanced name. If it was it's like a... Cliff Johnson, sure. You know, sure. Or right. or Giovanni Ladolce. Okay, uh, right. Like absolutely, absolutely. There's, there's got to be a balance between the first name and the last name. It's a name with an identity crisis. There's no getting around it. It's yeah. So no, no getting around Sonya it. Sonia Blade's uh, dead fiance. I dead guess. fiance at uh, Sonia Blade, who's only 22. Kids don't get engaged at 22. Don't get engaged at 22. Don't just, not a, just don't do it. No, don't do it. Um, Anyway, Sonia Blade says uh, Cliff was was killed. Uh, yep. Kano shot him six times in the back with a forty-five. Right. Um, <laughs> that's that's a lot. I don't I don't know if you guys have seen what a forty-five will do to somebody, but uh, hey, that's that's gonna chunk out some 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 body parts, <laughs> right? Like that's 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 a that's a moral combat fatality right there. 
Like yeah, six, I mean, Jesus. yeah, yeah, that's like uh, that's pretty close to uh, to uh, to a Desert Eagle, isn't it? Uh, Desert oh, Eagle's yeah, a point yeah, five yeah. oh. It, it's it is it is just yeah. It's it'll just blow you the fuck open. One shot would have like opened up his back and knocked him over a cliff. Right. Uh, so six times five of those shots. He was not standing. Let's face facts. <laughs> five of those shots were were extra. If there's one thing we know about Kano, this man is extra. Um, he is an overachiever. He is an overachiever. Um, so, so she's got a fiance. No, real quick though, why do you yeah. think think they gave her a fiance as opposed to a husband or a boyfriend? Like, is that like just the right level of relationship? Of attachment, just right. the right level of attachment. It's like not so attached that you know. Oh, she's twenty two and and married. Not that I'm judging you if you got married at 22. I'm just saying it's too young for most people. Right. But but, right. but 20 is like fiance at 22 doesn't trigger the same alarms in the back of your head. And boyfriend yeah. sounds a little bit too, I don't know, like uh, too informal to, to care. Right. Like, right. Uh, uh, like, oh, you're. You went on a worldwide revenge tour for your boyfriend. That's yeah. It feels a little sounds silly. like a little much. <laughs> sounds I, like I an do. overreaction. Well, and they, they point out that Cliff Deloche is apparently this famous martial arts sensei. And I say famous because Shang Tsung knows who the guy is. So and he lives on an island in the middle of nowhere. So Deloche, yeah, uh, Lo Dolce must be Lo must Duce. be the real thing. Lo Dolce. It, La Dolce. And, 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 and here's the thing. I can't be the only person who heard that she was engaged to a famous martial arts sensei and assumed that he was 30 years older than her. Like that. Oh was one God. Of yeah. That's I, I didn't put that together, but yeah, if he's, if he's famous for being right. a martial arts sensei, right. Then he's gotta be like a 50, he's gotta be basically uh, uh Steven Seagal. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. She was yeah. she was engaged to Steven Seagal and Kano yeah. Kano killed the guy not and Kano killed the guy not for the reason she thinks Kano killed the guy because he thought he was creepy. Let's be right. honest. Yeah, and, and if Kano thinks you're creepy, you fucked up. You've done <laughs> the wrong thing. Yeah, I don't I don't feel good about it. I'm not happy about it, but I'm just reporting the facts, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the speculative facts. <laughs> uh, so they're basically just having a back and forth. It doesn't matter that much because it's no. it's basically uh, he is summoning uh, another dude. Um, and in chapter 29, uh, we get uh, basically the the introduction to that dude. It is reptile. He has summoned reptile. reptile, who is the personal bodyguard for Shao Kahn. Yeah, and it, they don't, how much of a description of reptile do they give? Because he has he has been introduced over and over again in the canon of, of uh, Mortal Kombat, and it feels like he is different every single time he's introduced. yeah. He's got a green mask and black tights. I think right in this. So they and they just went with the the color palette swap. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The original. He's just green and black, and Sub Zero's blue and black, and Scorpion's yellow and black. That's like right. <laughs> I will I will say this for the author. He gives them all very different identities for how basically identical they were in the game at this point. Yeah, and he has green eyes. 
Green um, eyes, yes. The prettiest um, of eyes. The prettiest of eyes. Um, yes. So basically they start fighting, Goro and, and Reptile start fighting Raiden. And it... <laughs> The best Are you about line. to say the quote that I that I think you're about to say? Dolt, Reptile said to Goro. He uses his brain, which is the most effective fighting tool of them all. <laughs> reptile goes full after school special on us. Like he's using his brain. He's he's touching his skin, the largest erogenous zone of them all. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just like what the fuck is this line we are and this is i think looking back i feel like this line is the beginning of this book falling down a hill of bizarre bizarre quotations there are so many quotes that i from this point forward that i highlighted yes same <laughs> i don't have anything to say about them it's just that they're hilarious yeah, you guys may have noticed if you follow us on Twitter, I like to post up uh, quotes from different uh, books that we've read over the course of this show. And sometimes they're funny. Sometimes they're they're just, you know, cool or good writing or whatever. Uh, when we get to the Mortal Kombat quotes, it's just going to be moments like Dolt. He uses his brain, which is the most effective fighting tool of them all. It's just going to be week after week after week of this deliciously quotable final third of this book it's ridiculous it is it is hilarious um so basically what we have is just a fight it's a two-on-one fight raiden Mm -hmm. um versus goro and reptile because shang sung has kidnapped sonya blade um and uh like vaporized um or something i don't know the other two dudes uh schneider and Wu. Um, they get sucked through a portal or something. Yeah, I guess they get added to the souls that they need to open up. The, yeah, the, and the um, portal. So, so um, they're just they're just fighting, 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 um, and he gets uh, jumped by uh, Liu Kang. Liu Kang yes. shows up and starts beating the shit out of Reptile and. Um. Yeah, there's just it's just a re- this is a bizarrely long chapter, and it can it be is. summed up really <laughs> just be it's just Goro and and Reptile and Raiden and then Liu Kang fighting each other. Um, yeah. So then, like Sub Zero shows up, um, and then freezes Raiden. <laughs> And Luke. Yeah, you know, you know, like you do with a god, freeze him, sure. Fuck and it. He's like, it's Mortal he, Kombat. <laughs> Fuck it. It's Mortal Kombat. It's yeah, um, yeah it's just a, a complete nonsense chapter. It's just a fight, and then Sub Zero, <laughs> then Luke Kang shows up, and then Sub Zero shows up, and you're not anywhere different than you were uh, at the beginning of the chapter. Um, right. You just have Nothing's a few more people. Nothing has been gained or lost except, you know, Sonya Blade got teleported away by Shang Tsung right. because she's the woman. So she has to be kidnapped and put Pretty into much. damsel in distress. I'm sure mode. they'll give her a badass moment later on, Kevin. I'm sure. Uh-huh. They're egalitarian like that. By the way, does Luke Kang introduce himself to Raiden, even though Raiden's been the one that's like been training him? Like, didn't well, they have that when they introduced Luke Kang? Um, I feel like. 
Yes. No, Kung Lao trained Liu Kang. I don't know if Liu Kang ever met Raiden, even though Kung Lao knows Raiden. Um, Right. And Kung Lao trained trained Liu Kang. Um, Yeah, it gets weird because you would think Raiden. Raiden feels like he probably would have met him already as the as the beggar thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, somebody's making tea. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's just the sound the cat makes. That's all. (laughs) She's just letting it go. There, we there go. it is. <laughs> Delicious tea. Good God. Um, yeah. Chapter thirty, we catch up with the uh, the monstrosity that is is uh, Kano Kung, as the book calls it. Yes, Kano Kung. Yeah, that's okay. Fine. Fuck it. Fuck, uh, <laughs> fuck it. It's it's the two of them merged together, and they're a cloud now. Um, yes, they are merged together cloud. Which, they are merged together okay. cloud and they're going and they're finding the amulet. And um, yeah, they, they, it, it, fuck it. Basically like these Kano, Kano it's such a weird, it's, gotta, it's, it's like weird. the concept is like, and I'm all for weird concepts, but it's, this is oh, a yeah. weird and kind of like misplaced concept. Yeah. This, this feels like an episode of Ren and Stimpy. Like, like it's there's a level of, you know, it, it, Kung Lao has the information on where this amulet is in his brain parts. And Shang Tsung, instead of torturing him or beating it out of him or what have you, uh, combines his soul with Kano's soul so that anything that Kung Lao thinks Kano can also see in his brain so that they can so Kano basically can force him to bring him to the amulet uh because reasons because because magic. reasons magic reasons yeah. it's yeah. magic reasons anyway magic Kano, reasons. Kano finds the amulet uh right. yeah <laughs> um and then uh we move on. it's a short chapter and then we're on to chapter 31 and sub zero is like the effects of the cold spell will wear off soon so you have to get ready for when they thaw out and i'm like why wouldn't they just like Hit them while they're thawed. Yeah, I don't just understand. Do just what? do it again. Or isn't this one of his sub his fatalities? Doesn't he freeze people yeah. and then and then and shatter them? Knocks their head off. Like yeah. he won. He why even, is he, he? Why is he letting them thaw? <laughs> right. And he even gets excited when he uh, when he finds out. Like you know, he defeated Raiden. He's excited about that. Like they've got these victims. Like they're trying to. I get all right. Look, uh, maybe I'm just uh, fucking uh, Stockholm syndroming here, but I feel like the author would tell us that, like, they need one of the they need their souls to open the portal. And so they're going to keep them alive, I guess. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Sure. Defend. I don't this. know. Don't defend it. Um, I'm trying not. But to, he man. does refer to them as the three hench beings looked over. Yes, the three hench beings. What the fuck? <laughs> This was 1995 when this book came out or 96 or something like that. Like, and even nowadays in 2022, I feel like people would be like, I think we can just say henchman. I, that's okay. Like, I appreciate your effort. It's good fine. effort, like, but that's fine. It's great. Good job. You're, you're um, doing great. We're proud of you. Jesus. So enter uh, Scorpion. Scorpion enters yes. the fray. And uh, now Who it's a fair also fight. Two souls in one. Yeah, he's a two for one. If you catch him. And you only need two, then you could. You're good. You only need. Anyway. 
<laughs> two for one wad down at the Wawa. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just need to, I, I don't know what yeah, they're just like, okay, fine. Uh, there are people in here. I guess the scorpion thing is like they, they're trying to keep these characters as young as possible because they figure their readers are gonna be young and they want to see themselves as like we're gonna go into the training that Sonya Blade has, for example. Right. And uh and it's like and 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 it's she should be in her 40s, basically, for all the shit she's learned how to master at this point. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we we need a 22 year old hottie for the boys to read and go. I'm totally going to be my character that I drew in my math notebook for Mortal Kombat is totally Sonya Blade's boyfriend. Uh, that, is, <laughs> that is what this was for, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, what's hilarious is like the he's not. The scorpion in the book is not I'm just looking at scorpions like Wikipedia page now. It's, yeah, he's not. It's not the same scorpion. It's like not the same dude. Like the name no. isn't even the same. No, um, he's not in in the uh, in the book. He's Chinese mm-hmm. in the uh, but in the game, scorpion is actually Japanese. His name right. is uh, his name is Hanzo. So it's just totally like rearranging weirdly the backstory of yeah because there were always there already was like a revenge element between sub-zero and scorpion why do you need to change it that much right (laughs) and and he's not the only one like as the book goes on like they, they pretty much changed everybody's background in this book like for the most part uh, and I, I have to wonder why, why go through the effort of inventing new backgrounds for these characters when you've already got like source material to work with that just makes your life easier, really? Yeah, I don't know if this was like the era of um, for for like video game movies, I call this and also comic book movies. The mm-hmm. 90s were like the era of um, basically the the adapters, the people doing the novelizations or the people doing the screenplay, they're like, oh, well, I got to fix it. It was written by somebody who was like lesser than like, like a lot of comic book like adaptations were like the thing that really comes to mind is like the Punisher with Mm -hmm. Thomas Jane. um, Oh, yeah. Where they're like, we're going to make up a fake Punisher villain. um, Like like no reason for no reason like there is so much you can pull from you don't need to do that (laughs) right there's so much you can work with there and you're gonna make it john travolta for whatever reason john travolta sure okay and he's going to die how did they i remember this i don't know why i remember this like he strapped like grenades to him or something and had him getting dragged away by something and i just remember john travolta making this pitiful little like wiggle as he's being, as, as he's about to be exploded by grenades. Yeah. Like I saw this movie literally once right after uh, the movie came out. And I, I, my buddy worked at a blockbuster and gave me the Punisher uh, poster that they had up on the wall that I immediately put on my dorm room wall. Uh, and I hadn't seen the movie yet. I just like right. Punisher. Yeah. And That's- I didn't even become a cop. So, you know, that just tells you everything you need to know. I was a very confused young man. Very confused. Um, (laughs) Little Punisher logo with the thin blue line. Right. 
didn't even didn't even come close. <laughs> um, so there's like a war of words between Sub Zero. It, I mean, it's if you know the Scorpion backstory in the book, and we've already talked about it, how like Scorpion mm-hmm. is the two beings. It's like they that just gets rehashed, kind of uh, <laughs> pretty much. And it's like it is. It's just it, it, we get a lot of wars of words in this because you know when it comes to two of the world's greatest ninja assassins, uh, I, I came here for the talk. Uh, yeah, I came just, here for the conversation. Right. Good God, there's a lot of talking in this. My dinner with Scorpion. Right. Exactly. And by the way, the first thing in now Scorpion, you can you can argue about whether or not that's a badass code name. I happen to think it is. It's a pretty good one. It's it's been used. It's uh, people like that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but the the first thing Sub Zero says when he says he says, My, "I am Scorpion," and. He, and Sub Zero says, "I've eaten scorpion and had scorpion soup. I can't say I cared for either." Now tarantula stew, and it's just like I just want to go. What are you? Why are you talking? What? What? What are you doing? <laughs> What's going on here? It's like, Sub Zero is talking more in this scene than he has in just about any other Mortal Kombat media ever. Ever. <laughs> talking about his meals it's such a weird school like schoolyard taunt where it's like my codename scorpion well i eat scorpions jackass like well cold kills scorpions right yeah exactly we learned that in science dork do you know what lightning does to a frog or toad same as everything else same as same as everything else (laughs) god that is like the the Spider Man movies it have aged well. The X Men X Men movies not at all. That was that I was actually seen the first. That was the peak of of we have to fix we have to fix the comic for those X Men oh, yeah. movies because it's like oh let's get rid of those colorful uniforms they're dumb right. we're gonna put them on black leather you and know we're that, even gonna make a joke about it in the movie yeah like what do you prefer yellow spandex like maybe maybe, maybe. yeah maybe. Maybe some, you know, I think everybody prefers that. I think we all do. God damn it. Some of us actually even like the weird ass brown and orange uniform he had in the 80s and 90s. Fuck it. You know? So it's cool. It's cool. So um, anyway, everybody, they they tussle a bit. And then the 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 three, the two sides go about their business. Um, <laughs> they break it up. Uh. <laughs> it really, it just, it, literally peters out it just kind of peters out yeah they just like it it ends with literally it ends with the 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 author saying lu kang apologized for holding his companions back muttering that he'd make his own way if they wanted to teleport ahead complaining that it was tough enough just holding his own among gods and dead people and monsters from the out it's like lu kang is going into this rambling soliloquy while everyone else is just like i guess we're gonna kill somebody eventually right like yeah i guess we're gonna get to the the combat part of moral combat at some point um right right it's just we're gonna moral. get we're gonna have a fatality we're gonna have a reference yeah. to a fatality at some point right maybe maybe at least at least the main bad guy right right somebody's right? going to die right right That's chapter 32 kind of the whole thing oh god <laughs> We, find, we, we, we get back to Kano and find out um, that uh, he once, let's see, talking about magic powers, he, he 
the amulet, he says, he seems to have magic powers. After he picked it up, he'd begun to tingle uncomfortably, like the time he'd never forget when he was a kid and stuck a wet goldfish into an electric outlet to try and cook it. What the fuck? Like, even for Kato, that's really fucking sick. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Um, it just, so, yeah, just makes sense. And just to set it up, like, Kano has been like, Kano has been like, um, he has, he got the jump on, um, he got the jump on, on Kung Lao. Um, yeah. and he has Kung Lao basically tied up in, a, in the boat. They're on their way back to Shimura Island, which is the head, the main headquarters. Um, how Kano yeah, they, got there that split up. they've split up at this point. Um, yeah. uh, and, and Kano is basically trying to figure out that he's like, Oh, should I have like, should I ask for more money? Um, because it's yeah. like this is this is clearly worth more than that I'm being paid and all that stuff. He also has this amazing um uh this amazing line <clears throat> about Kung Lao. Kung Lao. Oh yes. Uh nice try, but between the two of us, you're Lao man on the totem. And you and 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 the thing is they don't he didn't write this into the book, but if you listen quietly after you read that, you can hear all the frogs and lizards and alligators in the swamp that surrounds them just booing him, just booing <laughs> him incessantly in their little froggy voices. <laughs> boo. Yeah. And Kano's boo. like they're saying boo earns. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Oh, yeah. So it, it's just. It, this chapter just ends with Kano wondering to himself if he's even going to bother giving the amulet back to uh, 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 Shao Kahn, Shang Tsung. Shang like, Tsung, Is it going to yeah. even be worth it? So he's just he's just thinking over his reward uh, and the amulet, which, okay, that was worth a chapter, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, so, um, oh, okay. So he, this, that was before he left. Kung La- he yes. left Kung Lao at the temple. Um, so that's where Raiden, Scorpion, and Liu Kang, they find they found Kung Lao. He's at yes. the temple. He's bummed out that he let Kano get away with it. All that fun stuff. Um, so, yeah, we get more background on Scorpion. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then they're like, well, he repeats himself. Like, it's like, it's, it's the only thing he's the... got. He's, he's right. like, he's like 18 years old. The only interesting thing he's done in his entire life is let his dad possess his body. <laughs> Pretty much. Which I think we've all been there. So, <laughs> yeah, we get, we get another explanation. It's, it's like as bad as the Batman movies. We feel like we've got to reinvestigate the, uh, the, uh, origin story every chapter or so it's ridiculous why did you say martha um, <laughs> I, my parents are dead well my parents are dead they're they're, dead. they're they're watching the movie and then they died <laughs> and then they died and it's then over. i saw a bat and it's freaked Some, me out so. sometimes sometimes her the pearls on her necklace fall yeah. it's very cinematic it's very cinematic but but they're cheap pearls if they break like that. That's not the yeah, way. Yeah, so that's telling you secrets about my family. Did right you did you did you did you know that that it's a cheap pearl necklace if the pearls actually fall off? Because the way I a did pearl, not know that. The way a pearl necklace is strung together, it's like there's a knot in between each pearl, so that if the necklace uh, breaks, the pearls don't don't all slide off the the string. 
oh yeah that makes that then there then yeah super cheap like 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 the kind of thing you'd get on etsy like somebody yeah. like who bought a beading kit and was yeah. like i can sell things online it's high quality <laughs> it's, it's worth 50 dollars. it's it was made with love and and you know that because she bought like you know custom labels that she puts in the box that says made love made yeah. with love by yep. by someone yep anyway Liu kang bitches about the fact that Liu kang uh, just Raiden... keeps bitching about the teleportation He's... and the yeah, fucking yeah. he is the worst and i hope sub-zero rip... brick he is such a whiny prick oh my god yeah. and because like they they're like basically raiden and scorpion are like yeah we can teleport you guys gotta walk and Luke Kang's like, nee, 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 nee. Um, and and Kung Lao even explains. He's like, look, they're teleporting through this portal, like that. Anybody who isn't like touched by the gods or part of the like afterlife or something, you, we can't we can't go with them. Like just he's Luke Kang just he's a, he's he's like he's a god and he's like dead ish. So right, what do you? <laughs> they're, they're fine. We can't do that. And it's and, and he even points out he's like, and it's not that far. So it's 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 there. It's a couple hours that way. Like. Just yeah, yeah. Stop your grin and grab your linen. Let's go. God damn it. This is stupid. <laughs> and, and yeah, so Kung Lao and Liu Kang are, are heading back. They've got they're just in more chat, more talk. Yeah. No, no fighty fighty. No fighty fighty. And then chapter 34, um, uh, we finally get Sonya Blade back. Um and she's she has been she's going to the altar. She is she's being held by countless hands um, yes. and being dragged to the altar of uh, Shao Kahn to be sacrificed. Right. And yeah. this actually introduces another character from Mortal Kombat canon. Uh, Baraka. Yeah. Baraka. Uh, yeah. And Baraka. I want to just go off. Obama. Baraka. <laughs> I, I just I just want to go off on a brief rant here because this scene really frustrated me. What we get in this scene is Sonya Blade is being taken. Basically, it's like a sacrificial scene. Yeah, she's uh, about to be she's sacrificed. Gonna be, yeah, she's going to be sacrificed. Um, and uh, and in her buddies, uh, the, the Michael Schneider and Jim Wu, uh, they're already who, dead. Like, have, they're already dead, but they, they're they're out there and. Uh, so she's basically being threatened with Priest Baraka, who's got, for those of you who don't play Mortal Kombat, he's he's this really creepy, monstery looking guy with blades that come out of his uh, forearms. It's it's pretty cool. Um, two yeah. things that so frustrate me in this chapter. She it, this is where it says we have Sonia had volunteered to take intensive training in modern and ancient cults when she joined the U.S. Special Forces, which immediately made me think of Metal Gear, which we read recently. Yeah, where it's just like she in the Special Forces. They trained you in the most useless nonsense bullshit that no one would need to know in the Special ever. Forces ever, ever, like ever. It's it's pointless. But. The main crux of my frustration with this chapter is the author gets Baraka exactly right in the way that I think you need to do these kinds of adaptations. Baraka exists basically only in this chapter. He's a priest. Uh, we get the creepy look of him. He's got the sword uh, arms. He's got sword arms. Exactly. And we get a and and we get this moment where you think she's going to get sacrificed to Baraka. Now, later on, spoiler alert, she's going to escape knock him out and run away. And that's a that's a wrap on Baraka. And I think it's exactly how he should have treated Baraka. 
in yeah. this book. You've got Mortal Kombat, which has like 50 fucking characters. Even at the time of this writing, there were so <laughs> many characters. So many characters. And instead of just giving each one of them a backstory and all that shit, just you can make sure they're all there, but they don't each one of them need like a fully speaking part in the, right. you know in this book. Just make them represent. That's pretty cool. And you can have like a billion fights. You'd be like, are you just like, oh, Nid Cyborg or whatever his name is like? And he's they're fighting him. And you maybe you find out his name or maybe you just describe him and let the fans go. Oh, I know who that is. That's cool. Right. And like, just just use them and abuse them and move on. Right. And so he this is I feel like this is exactly how you want to use a character like Baraka, who wasn't really all that popular right. except with people like me who like monsters. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, he wasn't that good, but but. You know, put them in here for like a little bit and get rid of them. So instead of having like a billion faceless henchmen, have all these henchmen have a cool individual, unique look and use them and get rid of them like exactly. they do with Baraka. He could have done this with so many other characters that for some reason each get their like their these these pointless backstories. And, yeah. and it's it's so frustrating. This chapter. So, and the, yeah, it, it just shows that the author knew. Could, the author had the ability to to spread out the characters and make this way more interesting and more of an eclectic kind of book where every right. character in the book. There are so many useless, faceless characters in this book uh, who are nobodies and they basically exist to die because we don't want to kill any of the main characters. Right. And if instead you had made sure that every character was like a named character from the, the video game, that would have been a way more interesting book, I think. Right. Uh, but anyway, that's my rant over. It's a frustrating <laughs> chapter because, ironically, it's actually pretty good. So <laughs> it's pretty good. It shows what the rest of the book could have been. Um, the chapter exactly. The chapter ends with on a cliffhanger with Baraka about to kill Sonya Blade. Um, yes. And then we jump over to chapter 35. And uh, Shang Tsung is is he is in a state. He is not yes. healthy. Um Doing a teleportation spell yeah. was was not uh, good for him. And then basically Kano shows up um, and is like, hey, uh, jerk, you jerk face. Give me more money yeah, for yeah, this yeah. amulet. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically that's, what that's... happens. And and then and then Goro and, and Reptile like show up and they're like, fuck you. <laughs> right. <laughs> right after right after Kano gives a, another line that is going to be on the quote board uh, where Shang Tsung says, you don't know what you're doing. And uh, and Kano says, didn't I just say that shang -Lang? That's why I need you. We'll be a team like Nelson. And I went ahead and turned off my Kindle uh, for a nice little 10 minute me break <laughs> uh, after that line, because I feel like I'd earned it. I don't even understand what the reference is. We'll be a team like Nelson. Nelson was uh, was a, a hair rock band uh, from oh. the eighties. Okay, uh, they were twins. Oh. Uh, you probably know them if you if you saw them, right? Uh, like, yeah, Google Nelson Band or something like that. I'm gonna do that too to make sure I'm thinking of the right guys. Uh, yeah, singer songwriters by Matthew and Gunnar Nelson. Yeah, there they are. Yeah, with their with their swoopy blonde hair. Yeah, they they. They had a fun time on um, uh, what was it called? I love the 80s. They were they were some they were very popular 
talking heads for that series of shows. I bet. And with good reason. Yeah. Good, with they, good reason. Not, not, not great. They're very pretty. They're very pretty. And they're still pretty. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. and admittedly very talented, but not, yeah. not a good band. Yeah. Uh, in the traditional sense of the word. So Kano wanted to be a team like Nelson. Yeah. Good, and they were good. both theoretically going to get blonde wigs. Yeah, that's that was the idea. <laughs> yeah, I think this is all just an excuse for Kano to get hair. He's desperate for more He's hair. Desperate for hair. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I understand the appeal, Kano. I I totally right. understand the appeal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Anyway, they get they get uh, Kano's plan gets bespoiled by Reptile and Goro. You know, showing up as they were going to. <laughs> right. They do nothing wrong and yet ruin everything and then ruin everything. Um, And then Kano is like basically uh, he at the end of the chapter, he's like, Kano, you're come on. You're still like you're still working for me. And Kano's like, yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, they they, they beat his ass because he basically tried to kill Shang Tsung in his weakened state. And then at the end, they're like, but you're still part of the team. So come on, let's let's get a move on. Let's go. Um, so it was lucky to have such good friends. So chapter 36 is, is just a full list of Sonya Blade's accomplishments. It goes on forever. Um, and then basically, uh, she, she ruins the plan. She like swings her legs up and kicks out of the way of the blades and she kills the bird. Um, yeah, she pushes the bird in the way of of the blades, um, which I don't understand why the bird was there anyway. Um, I don't. They never they explain were, it. They were sacrificing her to Hamachi to the bird to the bird. Yes. But the bird is just a messenger pit. It's just it's literally just Shang Tsung's pet. From right. the earlier, he did promise it though. Like he promised the bird a soul in exchange for like getting the message out there. I guess. I feel like that's something we shouldn't take too seriously though. When we promise birds souls, yeah, that's I mean, just me though, and I'm condescending to birds. Uh, <laughs> anyway, she I'd gets- also like to. So sorry, I just I real quick want to point out real quick the things that. That Sonya Blade learned in three years of training oh, uh, go with ahead. The special forces. Go ahead. Uh, she had been taught and had mastered <clears throat> karate, kung fu, taekwondo, martial arts weapons such as the nunchucks, size, and katanas. Mastered all traditional Western weapons, including the knife, which is not a Western whatever. Uh, all forms of firearms, the bow and arrow, the explosives, ranging from sophisticated motion detectors attached to C4 to makeshift hand grenades made with t- coffee tins, brads, and gunpowder. She'd been taught Japanese, German, Russian, and Spanish, in addition to the French and Finnish she already knew, and had studied the basics of medicine so she could treat herself or any of her comrades if they were wounded in battle in three years. I didn't finish a theater degree in three years. <laughs> Jesus, like she's she's simultaneously an overachiever and a liar. (laughs) I would really like to call her out on her resume. You know, I would like to I'd like to be at at a job interview with Sonya Blade and be like, (laughs) so 
Uh, it says here you speak uh, this dead language. <laughs> <laughs> you speak Sanskrit, huh? Uh, uh, uh Okay. Yes, I was taught that in the special forces. It's very important for me to know these things. It's very important. Special forces. Yeah. She's like, I know Aramaic. Right. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> it's it's better to read books in the original Aramaic. It's yeah. Better. Yeah. The original Klingon. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. So she doesn't get sacrificed to a pigeon. The pigeon, in fact, the dies. Um, poor Hamachi. And then she says, uh, I highlighted this line. Uh, Sorry to cut out on you like this, she sneered, but I've got a hot date. She ran one of the somber uh, black hooded figures through. Get my point, laughing boy. I don't. And this is right after the book simply described. We've had some long fight scenes in this book. Yeah. We've had long descriptions of insane mythologies and and like all of these like intricate and long winded details. And we get this for a fight in which she grabs Baraka's arms and uses them and uses his arm swords to fend off her attackers. It's just they just say he she gripped his right forearm with her free hand and used his sword to slash and fight her way through the crowd of hood and attendants. We spent all this time creating an entire mythology and you can't give me one half page of like fun, like using a guy's arms to fend off your attackers fight choreography. Like, I feel like at this point, the author is just like, we have got to finish this book. <laughs> we got to We got to wrap this up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. It's yeah. You know what? Let's let's do. In fact, <laughs> let's do. Let's do. Chapter thirty-seven. Raiden um, and uh, yeah, Raiden shows up. He who's he talking to at the beginning of the chapter? He's just talking about. Oh, okay, Scor- Scorpion. Uh, Scorpion is there as well. Okay. Yep, they're there. Um, they're there. They're outside the the compounds. There's no one outside. So. Uh, they're like, uh, we're not expected or something. Um, and uh, they go in and they, they basically offer a deal. They're like, you know, give us give us the amulet uh, and, you know, and, and give us, you know, Sonia back and we'll leave, you know, and, and we'll be done. Throw me the amulet. I'll throw you the whip. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And and, and, and and we have that moment and the and Shang Tsung is just like, no, no, fuck you guys. And basically threatens them and says, you know, uh, there's only two of you and I could summon an entire army here. And they basically call his bluff. They literally go, all right, yeah. summon your army. And he it, it, the wizard's hands began to smoke. His eyes fell expectantly to the amulet. The splendid talisman vibrated and shook against his chest, but it was only due to his quaking touch and not because he had tapped its power. So it's like this weird fake out. Yeah. Like his hand is trembling. And so it makes the amulet look. I don't know if that's like a fun, good detail or really stupid. I just really dumb. (laughs) (laughs) So weird. And so, yeah, they 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 point out Shang Tsung is like flabbergasted. It doesn't work. Scorpion says, yeah, we all saw like a lot of a lot of teenage sass from a lot of these characters. <laughs> <laughs> and so Kung Lao shows up to 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 even the odds, I guess. 
And Goro shouts, how is it possible? And Kung Lao says, dualities. And it and doesn't really explain why. It's like he shouted the aristocrats. Like it just doesn't, doesn't really, really explain any of it. No, just just we, we talked about dualities earlier. And so it has something to do with dualities, I guess. Something to do with dualities. It's the aristocrats. We, yeah. we had a we had a slight technical break in the middle yeah. there uh, because there were computer malfeasance. There was <laughs> malfeasance is the best way to put it. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> if it sounds if it sounds slightly different, that's just because Phil's uh, computer fan uh, likes to exercise its right to to voice its concerns. Absolutely. By, by being very loud uh, whenever I, his computer reboots. We literally started uh, the podcast chatting and me asking advice on like what he like, what Kevin likes at his uh, gaming laptop and everything. I was like, because I think this thing's it's time to replace this. It's time. I think we're done. Yeah. Yeah. This thing's head. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So basically, the, uh, the chapter ch- ends with them just getting it. The, the, the fight starts. What can I say? Yes. The fight starts. And, uh, and basically, uh, there's a roundhouse kick, uh, from Goro and, uh, Shang Tsung orders his minions to attack. And it, 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 it goes on. Um, and then the uh, they they ran towards the shrine. Yes, Tang Sung and Kano run towards the shrine um, because what causes them to run towards the shrine? Oh, because the the thing doesn't work. The amulet, the amulet's not yeah, working. The amulet didn't work. They're panicking. They're panicking. And they're, so they're calling for Ruthe, the the, the demon who we've known next to nothing about. And in this chapter, we actually get like a rundown on like Ruthie as a demon, I guess. It, yeah. It's a weird, a weird time to develop your character, but all right, fine. I guess. Sure. Late develop is de- late development is better than no development, better than no development at all. Um, but they get in there and they realize that, um, uh, he's like, Ruthie, I need your help. But uh Oh, Ruthie is dying. Um, who could have, what could have happened there? Why did this happen? Um, Ruthie is basically like melting. Um, yeah, (laughs) yeah. He's seen better days. He's seen better days. Uh, and it's because Sonya Blade, uh, broke part of the circle, I guess. And severed the connection to the outworld. And now, uh, sort of, um, and now it's Kano versus Sonya Blade time. Finally, the showdown that we've been waiting for. We've all been waiting for this. Finally. We've all been waiting but first, for this. first, let's talk about Kung Lao a little bit. Let's let's talk about Kung Lao. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he basically he's like, oh, this temple is so weird and the geometry <laughs> makes no sense. It's like yeah, it's they try to put a little Lovecraft into your Mortal Kombat. Book. It's a little late in the game to get Lovecraftian, guys. Right. <laughs> like, do do we really think? Do you really think we've you've earned that? Do you huh? think you've earned the non-Euclidean geometry? I don't think you I, have. I don't think you have. Okay. If you if you insist on putting it in there, so yeah. So all right, we so, get to a point. Kung yeah, Lao like just like wanders in 
And he's like, I just want the amulet. Just give me the amulet and I'll help Ruth yeah. A. I'll, I'll fix everything. And Shang Tsung's like, but my Ruth A. And I can't leave you. Right. And Kung Lao's Everyone's like, Everyone's really concerned about Ruth A. Poor Out Ruth of nowhere, A. The, who is a demon, guys. If you haven't forgotten, he's a demon who's like been losing his mind because his connection. Like 1500 years. Yeah, yeah. He's somewhere between realms and it's making him crazy. And yeah, Shang Tsung is really upset about Ruth A. And Kung Lao is upset about Ruth A too. His Kung whole Lao motivation is, he's a seems he's, to be Yeah, he's sad. Yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, I as a priest of this order, I I cannot bear to watch a, 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 a single life, a single life uh be uh, uh tormented. So so I'll tell you what, I will go and finish this ritual to reconnect us to everything so that this demon can uh, survive. Yeah. And I don't know what's stupider, uh, this plan or the fact that Shang Tsung buys it. Shang Tsung totally buys it. Shang Tsung gives totally him a prayer. It. She's like, here you go. He's like, like you got to recite this Kung Lao. And Kung Lao's like, okay. And um, and then it's like things he does the prayer and uh, Kung and Shang Tsung's like, ah, I've won. The fool did it. And right, then right. and then he was like, oh, shit. Uh, he lied to me. <laughs> <gasps> Shang Tsung lied to us. Kung what? Lao lied to us. Shang Tsung. Oh, Kung Lao lied. Yeah, yeah. Kung Lao lied to us. Well, he, um, yeah, he will lie to us. So they're fighting, they're fighting, they're fighting. And then suddenly all of the demons start getting like they turn towards the little pagoda area and they start getting sucked into the pagoda like a vacuum. <laughs> right. And I love, by the way, like they they say like Kung Lao was like, I, I, as a priest of this order, I, I, I cannot bear to watch a, a single soul uh, being tormented, no matter what soul it is, no matter if it's a demon or what. Now, cut to a page later, and Raiden is literally blasting these mutant eight-foot soldiers, the Selinas, which, remember? Uh, so sure. he, he's he's literally blowing them to pieces with his lightning. So your priest is like, I can't, I can't. I can't. And the guy, like the guy, the guy that, <laughs> that he God's is a like, priest of God. is like, it's like, I have no problem with this. <laughs> yes, yes. The God said, fuck those kids. <laughs> like, it's it's a little weird. Yeah. So all of the, all of the, uh, is it the, the outer world people, all the demons and reptile and Goro and everybody else starts getting dragged, sucked towards uh, the gate. Everyone's flying away except for Raiden and uh, Kung Lao and Liu Kang and like basically anyone who's supposed to yeah, be Yeah, the mother, the mother realmers or, or right. whatever, Earth Realm they people. They all just watch all this happen. They're just watching this happen and and, and Chang Song is like, what did you do? And Kung Lao is like, I said the prayer backwards. Right. Oh, yeah. Backwards. This is Kevin. This is some <laughs> 60s Batman bullshit. Like this. <laughs> There was an episode of of, uh, of Batman that like in the 60s that like actually totally describes the kind of campy bullshit that they were pulling off. I remember um, Catwoman's trying to fight Batman, but Batman won't for whatever reason. And so Catwoman says something like, 
I will use my patented cat rate against you. And Batman says, no, you can't, because this cat rate, I assume, is based on uh, karate, which is a defensive martial art, and I won't fight you. It's like some Dwight Schrute like level, like, yeah, I simply spoke the prayer backwards, Kung Lao said. It's, it's basically Mr. Mixapitalik. Um, <laughs> it totally is. Superman. You. Well done with pronouncing that one correct, by the way. Superman gets Mr. Mixapitalik to, to say his name backwards. And <laughs> I spoke the prayer backwards, Kung Lao said, which is the common way to reverse an occult process by keeping the circle unclosed. I enabled all of your guests to go home. Oh, obviously, that's a th- this is what the fucking Da Vinci Code bullshit are you reading? Like, <laughs> but it works. It works. Everybody gets is getting sucked in. It's uh, it, everybody gets sucked in, and finally the portal closes, and it leaves. Um, it's it leaves like Goro and Reptile on the other side. So like the only people left are Goro, Reptile, um, Shang Tsung. And then everybody else is just kind of standing there. And the best moment of this entire chapter is it's dead silent. Nobody is saying anything. The bad guys, the good guys, they're all just standing there. And Kano says, in that case, I'm out of here. And he just walks away. He just leaves. (laughs) And he just fucking leaves. We never see him again. Kano, Kano speaks for all of us. He's like, are we done? Okay, we're done. Just like, dusting his hands off and walking out. Now, now, Kevin, now that like all of the, the that big, weird, you know, ape army or whatever they are, they're all gone. All the extra superfluous baddies are gone. It's yeah. just our main heroes, our main villains. We're at chapter 42. I'm assuming uh, that in this next chapter, in chapter 42, we finally get the knockdown drag out between Mortal Kombat. Our, yeah, we get the Mortal Kombat between our goodies and our baddies. That is what happened. Yeah. No, nah, sorry. Um, it's not bullshit. It's not what chapter 42 is. Uh, okay. Chapter 42 is uh, is them uh, negotiating a detente, basically. Yes. Yeah. An armistice. Yeah. Um, and Shang Shang Sung is basically like, all right, well, fuck it. Next year we're gonna settle this at a Mortal Kombat tournament. Right. And everybody's you know, like like we were supposed to do this year. <laughs> like we were supposed to do for this in this book. And they're like, Yeah, we agree to that because you have your own laws. They get into this bullshit about how he has oh. his own laws on this island. And they can't break his laws on this island. Or they'd be just as bad as he. Yes. It's like some serious internet centrist bullshit where it's like, well, uh, actually, we we would be just as bad if we punched a Nazi. I mean, Shang Tsung. Yeah. Because you don't lower yourself. You, You can't lower yourself to Nazi punching. Uh, no. You must you must defend with the death their right to say terrible things. Yeah. Shang Tsung has been murdering people, raising their souls, not letting their souls have rest, uh, slowly working towards opening a portal 
to bring about the end of the fucking world. But if we beat his ass now and end it all now, we're basically doing exactly the same thing as him. As him. As him. Yep. Which so, makes sense in my mind. I uh, Yeah, they, sure. They wrap it up. They wrap they it up wrap and it leave. Up. Um, they go to Wuhu, the village that uh, Kung Lao is from, and there's a celebration. For some reason, I don't know what what. Why are they celebrating? Why do they know? Do they? How do they know anything happens? It, well, they the, tell them like they they like hold it. Yeah, the the, the uh, basically Kung Lao tells them, beloved people, woo, my friends and I are humbled humbled by your welcome. We've seen the unfamiliar and have cultivated thickets of righteousness in a field of abomination. But with faith, we have triumphed. And they all just kind of sit there and listen silently. They're like, cool, cool, cool. That's chill. Uh, We're super into that priest guy. Uh, Yeah. And then and then I know you guys are thinking we've got like 15 pages left like we get we're going to get like a final uh, moment of like a one last fight, one last cool, you know, uh, moment. to. No, we find out uh, that. Uh, uh, let's see uh, what Chin Chin, our, our, our beloved Chin Chin uh, is going to be. A, they, they promote him from shepherd to uh, acolyte to the gods. And we take some time uh, to find a replacement shepherd. Yeah, uh, we check his references. Um, Thoroughly. Tell him about the yeah yeah. Tell him about the benefits. Uh, He's, and he has no way Sub Zero would disguise. Absolutely not. Why would he be? Why would he be Sub Zero in disguise? Yeah, that's insane. So we f- and it just this is pages. We had entire fight scenes that were a quarter the length of this chapter of them dribbling the book to a halt like it's you know it it doesn't end with a bang it doesn't end with a whimper it ends with a sigh of and i guess the shepherd is you know the guy we barely we gotta wrap up his storyline right right yeah 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 and finally we come to the final chapter which is 44. Shao Kahn, huh? Yeah. Shao Kahn talking to Ruthay and saying, like, Ruthay basically sticking up for Shang Tsung, saying, like, he was, sh- he's sure that the next time it'll be fine. Shao Kahn's like, he was sure the last time. And you're yeah. like, oh, finally something's going to happen. No, and Shao Kahn just kind of goes, all right, but I'm watching you, Shang Tsung. Yeah. Because. I look forward to such a mortal combat two. Like two, get it? Like number two, but also two. I'm so tired. It's a homophone. (laughs) (laughs) So what the fuck happened to this book? It was never going to be a masterpiece, Kevin, but we were actually pretty impressed with it at with the, the first beginning. Uh, the first part where they got into all the mythology. You're like, damn, this yeah. is cool. And the only death in the entire goddamn book is the original Kung Lao. Yes. And a couple of like and a couple named... of no name dudes. Yeah. There's no it. there's no finishers. 
um, nope. in the entire book. There is not even outside of the opening section. There's no Mortal Kombat tournament. Nope. Nope. No. No. Yeah. No tournament actually happens. No tournament. It's happens just a bunch of talking and bullshit. You get a couple of fights, but like, all right. Did you see the recent Mortal Kombat movie that came out no, like last no, year? No, I haven't. Yeah. Okay. It's not great. It's not a great movie, but right. they actually, it was never going to be great, uh, uh, but, but they actually did it pretty well in the sense when they finally started fighting, they have this sequence near the end of the movie where it's just 20 minutes of like four different one-on-one fights that they're cutting between and it involves fatalities and all the shit. And it's the best 20 minutes of any Mortal Kombat, anything I've ever seen. And That's it's awesome. because, it, it, yeah. And it's like the filmmakers remembered, oh, right. This is a fighting game. Yeah. We should have some fights. Like we should have like one fight after the other. Right. And they, they, they just, I wouldn't have been surprised at this point. This movie, the movie, this book dropped off so like steeply. Yeah. At a certain point, it just started tumbling downwards. It was so bad. And like, not this isn't fan service. This is like fan slavishness. Like they they were just. I would have been surprised if at some point Sub-Zero was like, well, first I'm going to have to go get my bagel. Oh, it's toasty. Mm." Like it is like Jesus Christ, guys. Like this, this is this is the most precipitous drop in quality of any of the books we've ever read. I I have to like at least Dead Space was bad from beginning to end. This started out pretty promising and it just fell off a goddamn cliff. I just don't know what happened. How did, how did, how did you like Mortal Kombat? Um, This book is weird and it's like bad in a weird way where Uh it just kind of like tantalizes uh, the concept of doing the thing that it says it's going to do and then never does it. Right. It never does the thing that it's supposed to do, which is be Mortal Kombat. Be Mortal Kombat. (laughs) Exactly. It has some Mortal Kombat characters in it. Um, mm-hmm. It has them saying some weird stuff. Kano is clearly the best character in the book. Obviously. Um, uh, and with just a bunch of references to, you know, 80s hair metal and and whatnot. Um, but this is this will be will occupy the space right above um, Dead Space for me. I yeah. At this point, I have to agree. My bottom I, two is this, and then the Dead Space. Yeah, yeah. I I absolutely agree, <laughs> and it's just so frustrating because it, it it it's almost worse in its own way because of how much it jumps around in quality. It's it, yeah. it gets you it gets you excited. Don't tease me if you can't please me, Mortal Kombat. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Oh, God. And now for a new segment on the show, uh, I will call uh, and and this is this is a reference to to Resident Evil four. What are you playing? (laughs) What are you buying? buying? Oh, what are you selling? (laughs) Oh, I just finished that game, actually, a few uh, like a few weeks back. I never played that one. Yeah. And so I get that reference. I get that reference. reference. The the dude in the little trench coat. Um, So, yeah, the the segment will be called. What are you playing? Um, Love it. 
So what are you playing, Phil? Uh, I am I'm playing a little game uh, known as Vampire Survivors. Yes. And, uh, yeah. And I, th- I think you happen to be playing that oh, one, I've, too. I, I have. I have been playing it. I have somehow put um, I, I got to check on Steam, but I want to say I've put like, uh, I don't know. Um, what's it say? What's it say? Uh, 26 hours into it. I am at 22. So that's <laughs> that is a lot of hours for a game that I bought for two bucks. That is it is it is the best couple of bucks I've ever spent in my entire life. Like, holy shit, this game is good. It is. It's one of those games where you you fired. I, I heard about people playing it a couple months ago. And I was like, I saw like screenshots of it. And I was like, what mm. is this game? This is dumb. Yeah. Um. And then I was like, all right, I'll play it. Whatever. So I, I, it's two bucks. Bought it. And uh, it is uh, it is wild. Once you start understanding how all the systems have all the mm-hmm. weapons and the systems and stuff work together in the game, it it gets this level of chaos that is so much fun. Um, it's yeah. like a reverse bullet hell. Like, yeah, <laughs> you're the bullet hell. Like, you are you're the bullet the hell. hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For any of you who haven't seen this somehow or played it or something like that, it's it's. A very low, you know, low fidelity kind of, you know, old school 8-bit style uh, sprite-based game. Very clearly ripping off Castlevania and its theme. Yeah. Um, and you play different sprites who have different abilities and you just wander around this endless map and kill the things that are constantly swarming you and slowly power up. And as it goes... You become this nonstop, like it's a dopamine factory because yeah. you're just constantly killing things and gaining experience and, and leveling up and, and gold and all this stuff. And yeah. it is, it is a game that in a in another company's hands, it it feels like it is ripe for like microtransaction bullshit oh big time big time um but there yeah. aren't any there aren't any in, no. in this game that it's just no. too, it's just you play pay the two dollars uh, i think it's technically still early access um it is, it is. they're at they're still adding stuff to it yeah um and there's there's so many things that you can unlock in this game there's characters mm-hmm. uh my favorite character i don't know if you've gotten this uh this one yet it looks like a um I want to say like maybe a panda bear or something. Oh, with the cherry bomb that throws cherry bombs. Yeah, I just got him today. How how do you? I I got massacred with that cherry he bomb. Is, I'm no good is, with him yet. He is very tough because his cherry bomb doesn't. The cherry bomb doesn't always explode. Um, right. But as you level it up, um, and then you also get this thing. Um, the two things that I always get. Uh, one of them is the candelabra which increases yep. the area of the, the weapons. So if you get the, if you keep loving up the cherry bomb with the candelabra, the cherry bomb gets bigger and bigger and the percentage of explosions uh, gets more and more frequent. And suddenly, uh. and suddenly, and he's shooting more out. So he's like throwing five of them and they're bouncing around and they're exploding. And it becomes this like, 
this like firework show of like cherry bomb explosions when you get this guy's weapon leveled up. It's amazing. That, um, that yeah, I'm gonna have to keep going with him. I I can't stop playing. Uh, is it Gennaro, the guy with the, yeah, the knives? I think Gennaro is the guy with the that knives. That guy is just yeah, because you at first it's like you're throwing a couple of knives forward, um, and and that can you know it's 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 like okay at first, but then you start building up these knives, and it just becomes this endless beam of death, spewing knives all uh, just. You can cut through anything um, at that point. It It, it gets really ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, For him, I like getting the knives and I like getting the axes fully leveled up. So you're throwing the axes in all directions and you're throwing the knives forward and you can basically get to um, you can get to the 30 minute. The goal is basically to get to the 30 minute mark of a level. Um, Right. And that's how you clear the stage. There's only four stages and then a couple of like weird bonus stages that you can unlock that have like a uh, specific uh, quirks to them. Uh, mm-hmm. One of them is called the Boneyard, where um, the torches, they don't drop any items. And um, so you, you you can't pick up anything else. Um, and the only enemies are the skeletal type of enemies. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> but the other thing is every minute, the strength of the enemies, strength and hit points of the enemies goes up. So by the end, you have these regular skeleton dudes who are on a normal level are pretty easy to kill, but you are having a lot of trouble. I got to, I nearly got to the 30 minute mark um, the first time I did it. And then after that, I have had trouble breaking 10 minutes. um, Oh, wow. Because it's a, it's a really tough, tough level to, to deal with. I, I'm still stuck on the dairy. Uh, uh, oh, getting to level 60 on the dairy. It's insane. I can get to level. I got to level like 75 uh, in the library level, but I can't. I don't. I think it's like around 45 or so in the yeah. dairy level. And I just peter out and I can't. I can't. Yeah. Get to it. I, the dairy's tough. Dairy's tough. That one, it's 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 not like any of the other levels. It's got way more. Um, uh, uh walls and shit that you've got to make your way around the one thing i don't like about the dairy is that for some reason you have all these walls and stuff but the enemies can just like walk right over the walls can just walk right through them yeah and it's not like, all of them but a lot of them yeah but a lot of them yeah and that's not the case in the next level um in the tower there's the walls and the enemies respect the walls so i don't know if it's like a glitch in the dairy or something like that where they maybe where it's like everybody is just like coming for you no matter where you are Uh, right it's weird the idea yeah um i don't know i don't know but it's still it's still like it's it's up there like game of the year like levels of of how much (laughs) i'm fucking and it's so funny because you and me are both like very into like the narrative artistic yeah. side yeah. of games. There's none of that know? here. None of that. Not even a little bit. And it's like, there's no storyline. Like it's just, but, but God damn, I'm glued to that game. It's so good. They it's call so it, good. they call the chicken that you find in the game. They call it floor chicken. Um, right. Exactly. Yeah. They just straight up call it floor chicken. I love it. <laughs> and they reference it in every single level. Like it's, it's, oh, it's so good. It's, it's guys, great. if you haven't, it's three bucks, I think. I think it's like two ninety nine, actually. Something like and, that, yeah. Yeah, and, and it, it is it is worth your money 
if you haven't bought it already, if, if the only reason that you haven't bought it is because you're like, I've got a lot of stuff going on right now and I, I, I really can't have that level of distraction. That is a great excuse. And it's the only one I'll accept because it will it will take over a lot of shit. Yeah, they um, yeah, that's it's so and it's only at version point five point two. Right. Zero point right. five point two way to go with this thing. Yeah. Um, so there is a lot of, you know, um, there's a lot of stuff. No, so, yeah. I, I love it. It's great. So it's that's great. That's what I'm playing now. It's probably what I'll be playing next week. Too. And that's what I've been playing too. <laughs> I've been mostly yeah. playing that. Um, and I'll, 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 I think I'll hold on to what I'm, uh, I'm also playing remnant, uh, from the ashes and, uh, death stranding. Um, but oh, okay. I'll, okay. I'll hold off getting on into in, too deep into into what I'm liking about them because I'm still early days, only in the, yeah. the early hours. I think at Vampire Survivors, I've put in way too much time into already. Yes, I've put Same. in 26 hours into it, and I think I'm kind of running up against like the outer limits of the things I can like reasonably you unlock. You had gotten most of the collection last time we talked. Like, yeah, I was like, like, I had like 60 some out of 96. Yeah, um, yeah, so you're doing good. <laughs> the a lot of the things that are remaining are like things that are like, yeah, I'm never gonna. I don't think I'm gonna get these. So like one of them is like uh like uh reaching level 100 for a few specific characters, um like the Yada guy. There's one guy oh, I haven't yeah. unlocked yet. Uh, Os Osole Mio. Um. They all have weird Italian names and it cracks me up. <laughs> There's like one of them's name is Pecorino. Like it's it's <laughs> it's so weird and lovely and I love it. Oh, God. Well, I actually am also playing a game that I'm not going to get into uh, this episode too much because it's Resident Evil 5. And I've got a lot of things to say about it, but I think it would be more appropriate to bring up in our next episode yeah. because Kevin we've been doing this for a year for a year for a year and our anniversary episode we started this podcast well we didn't start it on June 8th but our first ever episode was June 8th 2021 and June 8th of this year uh we are going to be picking up where we left off at the beginning our first ever book was the first in the Resident Evil's, uh, Evil novel series. And we're going to be doing the second Resident Evil, Caliban Cove, Caliban Cove. on June 8th. And June I 8th. am super pumped. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited to get into Caliban Cove. It's a completely original yep. um, Resident Evil story from S.D. Perry, who uh, we we. Um, we had we read her book on on the uh, adaptation of Resident Evil, which has gotten, I think, to me has has grown in esteem since we've read it in my mind, because mm -hmm. for as silly as it is, it was totally right on on the nose for Resident Evil. Um, yeah. And also she did a hell of a job with the actual adaptation of like. Oh, we don't have to go through this whole puzzle. Let's just like she just breaks the glass and takes the thing like she doesn't do the puzzle. Yep. And after yep. um, having re now spent a year reading so many of these books, I think she does a lot of things in that book that I feel like a lot of other authors could actually kind of learn from. 
in terms yes. of like how to represent something in a, from a video game, but also adapt it to a medium where it doesn't make sense to actually thoroughly <laughs> yes. explain it. <laughs> I, I totally agree. I, I feel very good uh, about reading uh, the next in this series after we've had all of these other experiences now. Yep. I feel like we are better equipped to appreciate what's going on here. And I, I, I feel really good about it. And the fact that it's a fully original world, it's not based on any of the uh, canonical games. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think that'll be, make it extra interesting. So yeah. So yeah. join us next week for resident evil, resident, Caliban evil. Cove. Caliban Cove. Uh, and remember if you can follow us on Twitter, um, give us a shout out on there. We, we enjoy interacting with new fans. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram at pixelit pod, Twitter at pixelit pod. You can go to our website, pixelitpod.com where we have links to our discord. Um, and uh, if you can, share us with your friends, share us with your family. The only way we grow is through word of mouth um, because there's no real al- algorithm that's 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 going to boost us up. So uh, please, this please share us. This is a very specific thing we talk a about. Very specific thing. So please share us with your friends if you think they would enjoy it or if they won't enjoy it. I don't care. Just share it. Um, and yeah. leave us five stars on Apple uh, and Spotify, we're now up to 14 reviews on on Spotify, and we're pulling Hell in yes. a pulling in a nice 4.6 out of five um, average. I, li- I can live with that. I can live with that. I'm I'm down with that. Um, Hell yes. But yeah, that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us for Mortal Kombat, and good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>